0: Oh, hey. Sorry I didn't see you there. This is an audio medium.
1: If you grew up with Disney Channel shows, DCOMs, and music, The Time Machine is ready for you to take a trip back to those golden days.
0: Quick! Before the time reaches 8, 7 central! What is up, Time Travelers? Welcome back to The Time Machine Podcast with me, Becca Stogner.
1: And me... Hunter Martin, uh, it's snowing in Becca's neck of the woods. Yeah, the winter,
0: the annual winter weather, the annual winter weather event. Uh,
1: the, the, the the annual winter weather event.
0: The <laughs> annual winter weather event has hit Nashville. It has snowed basically like an entire winter's
1: worth of snow in one day so far today. So my fam- my sister and her husband, and my niece. Uh, Live in Tennessee as well, and we got a picture of my niece's first snow.
0: Oh, um, that's exciting!
1: I know, I know. She was all wrapped up. She did, apparently, according to the rumors, is she did not like it. Um, <laughs> which give her a few I years. I was, I was, well, I was the type of kid, I guess maybe like the older I got, I was good after 30 minutes, like you know, I was good like playing in the snow, and then after certain time I was like, okay, I'm ready to go inside. <laughs> um but I used to have this uh like the, the childhood um neighborhood I lived in, there was this big hill in our cul-de-sac and so all of the kids when um it snowed that's where everyone would go sledding. Yeah. Um and just like the and I remember one time there was this car that was trying to get up the hill because I guess they were trying to get to work. But you get to watch Do- them struggle. Right, and we're all like, "Ha ha, like let us sled." Um, Ha-ha-ha. all right. I'm, I I took your note from last week. and I'm gonna let you have the floor and ask me what what what's <laughs> up with me.
0: Well, what's up? What's up with you, Hunter? Anything crazy?
1: You're going not gonna on? believe this. I almost got hit by a bus again. Are you joking? I'm not. <laughs> you need to pay attention. I was crossing the street <laughs> and I had protein pancakes that I just got from the grocery store in my hand and I dropped them and I went back to like, you know, I was walking and they dropped out of my hand or whatever. <laughs> and I go back and I pick them up. And as soon as I looked up after picking up, <laughs> I saw the bus coming. I was like, Hoo! and I uh-uh. ran the other way. literally, and it's like death by protein pancakes. Um, I was gonna text you that it happened again, but I said, you know what, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. I'm gonna wait. To You're not it. beating
0: the Regina George allegations.
1: I'm not, be- <laughs> I'm not beating the Regina George allegations. I am a bully, I'm the most popular kid in school, and I almost get hit by a bus every time. <laughs> and I'm played by Renee Rapp 20 years later. <laughs>
0: Um
1: all right. Are you saying
0: Renee Rapp is gonna play you in the biopic about your life that inevitably comes think, in twenty years?
1: I, I think so. I <laughs> imagine. That'd be great. She just has like a wig on that's it. <laughs> um and she'll still have a song with Megan the Stallion. Uh all right. Okay, then let's get into some 411 So our first story is a, let's just um go on some Mean Girls news since we're Since we're in that realm, spoilers for the new Mean Girls movie musical, Uh, Lindsay Lohan makes a cameo, not reprising her role as Katie Heron, but as a different character. Tina Fey, obviously, who wrote and starred in both movies, revealed how the Lindsay Lohan cameo came to be. She said, Paramount was like, can you get any of the original ladies? And I was like, I can't fit five people in. Tina Fey, who wrote both the original and this new film, I felt like if I could Could only get one person a surprise. The original movie is really Lindsay's movie. As great as they all are, she's the heart of that movie. And I thought, well, what could she do? I didn't think she'd play a teacher. I was trying to think of something that you wouldn't expect. And just to have her do that late in the movie, it also feels like it comes, I hope, at a time where fans weren't expecting one more little surprise. It also lets her be smart, which Katie is. Um, So, how do you feel about Lindsay Lohan being... In both versions, and there's a Mean Girls multiverse happening now.
0: It makes sense.
1: I feel like out of all the four of them, four or five, how many, however many Mean Girls there are, Lindsay Lohan has always been the most vocal about wanting to do a, se- a sequel. So you know, we're yeah. right? like, all right, let's let's have you in, Lindsay. Okay, she got a bite about being in a big screen movie again. Um, so she's, she's getting her feet wet for when Freaky Friday finally gears up. This is just our pregame. It's my pre, it's my my little, yeah, it's like, all right, Lindsay Lohan's giving you another taste of a, um, um, a Lindsay Lohan IP coming back to be in it. So let's keep the trend going. Let's keep it going. Let's go a year earlier to 2003 to Freaky Friday. Uh, come on, we got it. All right. You want to stay in the entertainment biz? In the biz, yeah, let's go to the entertainment biz. All right, a young Sheldon spinoff about George and Mandy near CBS series order. And you're wondering, what does that have to do with anything? Well, George and Georgie and Mandy are two characters from Young Sheldon who are played by Montana Jordan and Emily Osmond. And it's going to be about a, sh- a show about them parenting um, their young child. Now we got a spinoff of the spinoff.
0: I really wish that the universe would just let go of the Big Bang Theory, release the claws, let the shackles go. We need <laughs> but Emily. Free. Os-
1: but Emily Osmond will be booked.
0: I'm, I'm glad she's booked. I'm thankful she's busy, but I don't want it to be because of Sheldon Cooper.
1: <laughs> I'm glad Emily Osmond is booked and busy. Um, you know, get work where you can get it. You know, congrats, Emily Osment, and congrats to the people who love Young Sheldon, the Bing Bang Theory. You're eating for now 20 plus years. Almost. That's I good know. For you. All right. Uh, we're going to keep it in the Hannah Montana fam. Miley Cyrus, alleged stalker, busted. She sh- he showed up at, at her house with a stuffed animal. Uh, Miley Cyrus was apparently plush with trouble this morning after cops say some weirdo showed up on her doorstep with a token of love that was full of cotton and it landed the guy in jail. Law enforcement sources tell TMZ 52-year-old Alexander Cardolan was arrested early Friday near Miley's L.A. area home. This after they got a call around 1 a.m. on a report of a suspicious person Miley and company suspected might have been somebody she's dealt with before. Um, as it turns out, they were right because Miley previously got a restraining order against this person for something similar last year, and he was ordered to stay away from her. This happened in 2018, at least in 2018 and 2022. Apparently, Miley Cyrus was home, but luckily, she did not encounter the dude herself. Her team was able to handle it.
0: Yikes.
1: Yikeroo. Like, how did people find where she lived? If
0: people want information badly enough. There are certainly ways. But didn't Ariana Grande stalker Was also just arrested as yeah. well So it seems like
1: <laughs> to, quote, to quote that one random quote from Cheetah Girls There are ways And there are there ways, are ways. <laughs> And that person Well I'm glad Miley is safe There's also a rumor To, to add more light stories uh, There's also a rumor that The people there are in talks To perform at the Grammys And Miley's team wants her to do it But she does not want to do it So we'll see what happens all right our next story once we think we're out we're pulled right back in (laughs) with some lizzie mcguire reboot news um it's been more than three years since disney plus decided to scrap its grown-up lizzie mcguire revival but if you think we're done talking about it you couldn't be more wrong fortunately we have some fresh tea to discuss courtesy of writer jonathan Hurwitz, who confirmed on tiktok um he was a writer for the first two episodes of the series and was going to be a head writer. um, He confirmed on TikTok that Lizzie's reunion with middle school BFF Gordo wouldn't exactly go the way fans had hoped. The long-awaited reunion would go down in episode two, in which viewers would learn that Lizzie and Gordo have been texting occasionally over the years But rather than picking up where they left off in Italy, Gordo would reveal to Lizzie that he's happily engaged with a baby on the way. It's so juicy. Uh, (laughs) Episode two would have ended with Lizzie getting a text from her old crush, Ethan Kraft. the mere sight of which would cause Lizzie's animated self to faint. And episode three, which was not filmed, would begin with Lizzie waking up in Ethan's bed. Uh, Animated Lizzie would then check Ethan's (laughs) name off her to-do list twice. Um... And then he also revealed in the episode, once Lizzie goes back home to California, she gets cheated on with her fiance. We all knew that. Yeah. He, she gets cheated on with And when she returns to her childhood home, that's when you would see the animated Liz McGuire for Which the first I love. time. That's it, such a nice touch. Yeah. And
0: it really sounds like this reboot was going to be something that would appeal to fans, like both with the lore of the show and just with the fact that it's like about a 30-year-old woman. Like, I love that Lizzie and Gordo didn't get married. Like,
1: Yes, I like that decision of that they kept in touch with each other every now and then. Yeah,
0: that's very realistic for your middle school bestie. And
1: it seems to me the plan was for him never to be a, Gordo's, Lizzie's back home. Does this mean her and Gordo will be together again? And and he's like, no, I'm engaged and with a baby on the way. Yeah. Um, So it seems like Gordo wouldn't have really been in the show which I think would have been fine. I think just having him come in, the main characters would have been Lizzie and her family and then some other people. Yeah. Um, But I like the idea, one, thank you to the high heavens, to the writer who is just reviewing it all on TikTok. Because what what are they going to do? What are they going to do, fire him?
0: Uh, He says there's even more to say. As of right now, there are only three TikToks, but there is, of course, the possibility to be even more. But I just love, like... I feel good in like getting a sense of that closure almost and like knowing what we would have seen and what would have happened, but at the same time it almost makes me more mad because what we're missing out on sounds like it was so great.
1: He also said there was going to be a moment where there's like a musical number with a chorus line from a chorus line. Oh yeah. They like Lizzie was going to go and then like after Lizzie breaks up with her fiance, she dances to Ariana Grande and gets bangs. <laughs> <laughs> um from the TikTok, I feel like the biggest one of the biggest things Disney did not like was having the cartoon comment on Ethan and Lizzie sleeping together. hmm because that is how they sell the Liz McGuire merch.: And they still do, and they still do. So I think having the animated character cross off Ethan on her to-do list. <laughs> That's what I think they the were like, The fact Uh-oh. that animated
0: Lizzie has even thought about sex
1: probably horrified the mouse. Right. So I think that... W- but, like, you can't have the cartoon without the show. You can't have the show without the cartoon. I like the idea of you don't... You wouldn't see the animated cartoon until the very end of the first episode because it is kind of true what they say is when you go back home, it does feel like you're... No matter how old you are, you feel like you're 13 again. yeah. You're like, Where, what am I doing? So, and it's obviously never happening because now, especially Hillary Duff is pregnant. So it's not like if it does happen, it's not like it's happening this year or next year. <laughs> it's not happening. So, the, the full plot it's not has happening. been leaked.
0: Like what, at this right. point, what are we going
1: to do? But if someone said the Liz McGuire reboot is coming back and it's going to be exactly what you heard on TikTok, I would still be watching.
0: Oh, 100%. <laughs> <laughs> uh...
1: All right. Well, that's all the four I have for you.
0: Uh well, like we said last week, tw- uh twenty twenty-four brings around a lot of anniversaries for the Disney Channel. Two thousand four was a big year over there. Um last week we talked about Pixel Perfect, which was a decom. Certainly made a little bit of a splash. This anniversary, I'm not so sure we can say that it made a big splash. Maybe mm-hmm. it made a big oof. <laughs> a big thud. Um, we were talking about what I would consider Disney Channel's like other 4 a.m. show Yes There's Randy and Mr. Whiskers And there's
1: Barbarian Barbarian Barbarian.
0: Uh, So we are talking about The first episode of Dave The Barbarian today
1: So Dave the Barbarian aired January 23rd and lasted until January 22nd, 2005. So premiered January 23rd, 2004, and literally lasted a full calendar year, and that was it. (laughs) Uh, So 21 episodes, 42 segments. Uh, This was the first Disney Channel animated series to feature um, a male central character as the lead. To hearken back to the Flintstones and... Those kind of shows where it takes place in a very <laughs> barbaric time, if you will, but it's modernized. So you know how the Flintstones had the shower, but it was a dinosaur and they had malls, but it was like, you know, just a bunch of rocks and it was like two stones to buy a, an egg. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, That's kind of what this is. We're in barbaric times, but we go to the mall and we go to dances. And so half of the jokes are about that.
0: There's also a lot of, um, because what happened today is that I watched an episode that was labeled as episode one on YouTube and it's not. Um, and I watched the whole yeah. thing before I realized. Um, what I watched was is technically episode eight. And it had a perfect example of this, but the series is also known for its meta humor like it's fourth wall breaks the characters will complain about like a plot or directly say something to the audience in the episode that i watched there was a character that was asked if they remembered something happening and they were like no i came in after that scene and then later in the episode they ended it by skipping over a huge fight scene and the narrator said a low budget show that they literally came out right out and said we don't have the budget to animate this fight sequence oh my god (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> We're working Which... in the basements of Disney eating Uncrustables in a microwave.
1: Literally, they said, we are not the Proud family. We are not Kim Possible. We are doing our best. <laughs> so do you remember this show at all?
0: This show was an immediate channel changer for me. It was? I hated I this show. I, I'm i not really sure why, um, but as soon as that bup barbarian came on, I would switch the channel. Sometimes I would check back in with Disney Channel to see if Dave was still going on, but I would not return until... Dave was over. So I don't really have that many memories of it because I just decided for some reason that I hated it and I would skip it all the time.
1: <laughs> I have like two distinct memories that make no sense. <laughs> well, um, neither
0: does this show. So go for it.
1: Well, so I remember watching the show, and my mom and dad were out and they came back with leftovers from whatever restaurant they were at. And I had the rest of their leftovers, and I remember sitting. Watching Dave the, Barbar- Dave the Barbarian eating the spiciest of fries I've ever had before. Um, so when I think of Dave the Barbarian, I think of eating my parents' leftovers and these really spicy fries. And then, I used to do this all the time in elementary school. I would take like a picture of a cartoon. I, mean, I don't consider myself a, a, someone who can draw, but I feel like if I can look at a cartoon, I can kind of, you know, yeah. make it look like that. And so that's what I used to do all the time. And I had a Dave the Barbarian poster that i ripped out of a magazine and i hand-drawn the day the barbarian poster and then i colored it i was in elementary school or something and um this was last week uh (laughs) uh and and i put it in my uh binder that was like you know you can place pictures or whatever in your in your binder sleeve and so i think of those two distinct memories did anybody compliment you Yes, we're bike, like, oh what? my gosh. That channel's like, do you watch the show, Dave the Barbarian? <laughs> um, Not
0: you stanning.
1: I was a stan. I was a, bar- I was a barbarian babe. You
0: were a barbarian stan. You were a Barb. <laughs> I,
1: I was a Barb. <laughs> Are you a Barb? Yeah, I did the barbarian stan.
0: Oh. <laughs> like standing so in the corner da- with a pink wig like,
1: oh, I'm Dave like, the Barbarian. Oh, oh. 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 <laughs> I thought this was from the Day of the Barbarian fans, not the Nicki Minaj oh. fans. Oh, I was wondering what was going on like here. Like you start going,
0: buh, barbarian, and everybody else is like, this one is for the boys of the boom
1: system. <laughs> Where's Nicki Minaj and the Barbarians?
0: Where is she? Why isn't she one of the villains?
1: Uh, we'll get into the villain, because I think the villain we saw in this episode is a recurring... Character. He's
0: one of the main ones, yeah.
1: Yeah, he's like he's like the Dr. Draken, if you will, of Dave the Barbarian. <laughs> um, before we talk about the episode, I do want to talk about the creator of Dave the Barbarian just for a moment. Can I have a moment, please, for your, with your to permission. get on your
0: Doug Langdale soapbox?
1: Yeah, he right. created another show, another Disney show called The Weekenders, which I loved as a kid, which I think we should revisit at another time another day
0: yeah i've never heard you know of the that week, before
1: you've never it was on toon disney mm-hmm. or like abc kids and it just took place on Sat- saturdays and sundays or uh, like the end of the day on friday it was about the kids who go to the same school but what they do on the weekends um and one of the shticks of the show is they hang out at this pizza place but every episode it's a diff- it's themed differently so one episode, it's a Western pizza place. The next episode, it's a space pizza place. Um, it's the same pizza building, but it's under new management every episode. It looks like he also
0: wrote for House of Mouse, which I loved. He wrote for Darkwing Duck. He wrote for the new Looney Tunes show in 2011. That's what I noticed. I was recognizing like not even just behind the camera, but in the voices of like the main cast and the villains. There's a lot of people that are really big and like acclaimed in the animation world that worked on this show.
1: So the voice of so let's go through the characters. This is a great way to do this. Um, So we have Dave, who's voiced by Danny Cooksey. Uh, Candy, who is boy voiced by Erica Luttrell, Fang, who is voiced by Tress McNeil, Tress McNeil, Uh, Oswald Oswidge, voiced by Kevin Michael Richardson, Faffy, um, the family's dumb pig-shaped pet dragon, is voiced by Frank Welker, and uh, Lula is the the sword Dave's Sword, and is voiced by Estelle Harris and all those people. Yeah, all those people are big. Voice,
0: yeah. Actors. Tress McNeil is the voice of Dot from Animaniacs. That's like her big one. But all of these voices, like you, you'll just hear.
1: Yeah, they're definitely pedigree of voice actors.
0: The the villains too. You have like Rob Paulsen, um, yeah. Richard Steven Horvitz, who voices Zim and in Invader Zim. Joan Rivers voiced a character at one point on Dave the Barbarian.
1: Yeah. Like Paul we're wrong. bringing out
0: the big the big guns of the animated world. So it kind yeah. of surprises me that this show didn't. didn't last very long and then was just like immediately jammed in that late night Brady and Mr. Yeah. Whiskers time slot. And it's not on Disney Plus either. It's one of those.
1: It's, yeah, it's one of those, yeah, it's lost media. It's time for a promo powwow. Uh, we're going to look at a Disney Channel commercial of how they promoted Dave the Barbarian. And I found a very special one uh, that was on TikTok. And so I looked at it and, and I found it. And um, this is how they promoted the new series.
0: So we found this in a video of other things that aired on Disney Channel on January 28th. And immediately preceding this promo for Dave the Barbarian is the music video for Superstition by Raven.
1: Hi, I'm Dave the Barbarian. Hey, Dave. Hi. Disney Channel stars. Welcome the new oh. Disney Channel original series. Dave the Barbarian. To oh, it's Dave. Dave. oh, it's one of
0: these. Dave. 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 Dave.
1: Dave. <laughs> Welcome to Disney Channel. <laughs> love me. This is great. Dave the Barbarian. Weekends at 530, 430 Central here on Disney Channel. <laughs> I thought I'd never get a chance to wear this shirt. Why are T and Tamara there? <laughs>
0: the way raven opened the door went dave like she's welcoming him to her housewarming party
1: oh my gosh do you know what's playing um in the rest of that promo was it said now back to pixel perfect
0: (gasps) no way
1: and it opened up on oh my god no and it opened up on sam the character in the
0: hospital (laughs) dave the barbarian put her in a coma (laughs)
1: all right so that promo was just to welcome dave to the disney Channel. that reminded me
0: of that um that shorty McShort short shorts promo that we watched where it was just like all the different disney channel stars trying to say shorty McShort short shorts and that was it oh yeah also interesting that even in the promo they were weekdays at 4 30 who's watching at that (laughs) time not us
1: um okay so now let's get back let's get into the episode finally so this is the first episode that's listed on wikipedia but it says it aired on february 6th but it's the first it's it's been very confusing to decide which episode to do. it really has been so we're doing the first one that's listed on wikipedia that may not be the first one but it's the first one that they ever wrote so that's what we're doing um called the way of dave slash beauty and the zit And so the first segment is all about Candy's quest for an ultra-trendy antler hat takes her outside of the kingdom in indirect conflict with Chuckles the Silly Pig. (laughs) So we open on the theme song. Barbarian. It's the
0: classic where you get introduced to everybody and the basic premise of the show, which is that, like, Dave the Barbarian and his sisters, Fang and Candy are the parents of the royal family of Udragoth. Yeah. Is the name of this place. But the mom and dad are away. So while they're away, Candy is in charge. Their uncle is this wizard man. And they're basically all stupid and goofy. And like the theme song even says they're not the best heroes, but they're the only ones we got.
1: Yeah. Yeah, they're, they're the only ones we got. Well, the main, I think, comedy of it is Dave looks like the barbarians you see in pictures and stuff like huge, muscular you know, but he's scared, he never wants to be a barbarian, we find on this episode he said he wanted to be a barbarian at 10 because he thought that was a, a barber slash librarian <laughs> <laughs> um, and so in their little sister Fang, everyone thinks she's a monkey a monkey. She's very
0: um, pebbles and Bam Bam coded. Yeah. And her catchphrase is not a monkey.
1: Yeah, and <laughs> and we find out that Dave's um, catchphrase is bejabbers, and and please don't
0: hurt me is listed as his other one.
1: <laughs> and I, I, speaking of Mean Girls again, every time he said bejabbers, I was like, stop trying to make bejabbers happen. It's not going <laughs> to happen because he, he says it like four times in the show even in the theme song like we get it it's not working (laughs) it's not working no it's not
0: and they never like say what the titles of these episodes or segments are it's just dave popping up and going and then the episode
1: starts and so that's why i was like is this the episode we're watching because you can't it doesn't even say it it was so confusing so it opens with (laughs) dave making pancake kitten shape pancake
0: I forgot, like, when the show started, I immediately forgot that Dave's
1: voice sounded like that. Yeah.
0: Too. Yeah. He's, he's like, oh! It's like,
1: yeah, he's like, high-pitched. But yeah, that's, that's the whole comedy of, of Dave's character is he's this quote-unquote, like, tough exterior. But the minute he opens his mouth, he doesn't want to do anything that requires him to be a barbarian. And it's not like he doesn't want, like, it's not like he's like, oh, I have more to life than being a barbarian. It's just he has no skills to be a barbarian other than he's the man of the family and he's muscular. Yeah. Um, but I was telling Becca that the pacing of this show is so crazy. <laughs> Everyone was talking so fast.
0: It's breakneck speed.
1: Yeah. Um, and Fang is chomping on those kitten pancakes. <laughs> chomping, 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 chomping on them
0: candy paving the way for candace
1: oh yeah redhead a redheaded
0: older sister i liked named they, candace i liked
1: how they didn't make Candace. i thought they were going to make candace mean i thought she was the mean older sister but she's not really the mean older sister she's just like preppy yeah but for some reason i was like i had i thought she was like the mean dumb older sister no one's really dumb in this show like the dragon is dumb the pet dragon. The dragon is dumb, but you know what I mean? No one like Dave's not stupid. Dave's like mildly
0: he has himbo tendencies. He's a he's a he, And Oswidge is like not dumb, but he's just like bad at being a yeah. sorcerer. He,
1: Dave the Himbo barbarian is Him him himboian <laughs> him, him, him him himboian. <laughs> uh So um so we're just kinda getting the dynamics of that but
0: there's also there's these two girly girls whose names are dinky and cheezette there's (laughs) so many
1: references to cheese in this show because cheese is funny
0: but they are candy's besties um and this episode the real plot of this episode i guess kicks into gear when they are walking through like the marketplace and they have these hats with antlers on them and they're like anybody who's anybody is wearing these hats so they won't talk to princess candy because she's not wearing one and she goes up to this, like, vendor who is in another episode, the episode that I watched, too. So I guess this is a recurring character who this pops vendor, up in the marketplace. And she goes, you looking for something, darling? <laughs> like, every time she pops up, that's what she says. Yeah, she you
1: was look You really looking funny. for
0: something, darling? Where's her dispensary?
1: Candace, <laughs> Candace just wants those <laughs> antler ears. Don't but... call her
0: Candace. That's not her name. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> her Candy. Candy.
1: Candy just wants these antler ears. And all the the woman can offer is this snake. And so she gives the snake to Candy. And the snake's like, please, so, please buy me.
0: Yeah, she the snake for some reason wants to be bought desperately. And so this market vendor like twists the snake up into a hat and puts it on Candy's head. And then the snake is like, I'm a hat. Please buy me.
1: <laughs> but he probably wants to leave the... That's what, the other thing I love about these, um, these shows, like the Flintstones and this, where sometimes the animals will talk. And sometimes they don't, and they serve as your water spout. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, so I, you know, I can't, can't fault them for it. The
0: snake is like, if you don't buy me as a hat, I'm gonna be used as a garden
1: hose. Please. Right. Can be, be used as your boots.
0: So they go back to the castle, I think, after uh, Candy is unsuccessful in finding the hat that she wants. And they basically have to do a, f- a medieval FaceTime call to the mom and dad who are away. And they're, they're all, like, gathered around this cauldron and, like, throwing stuff into
1: it. And the cauldron is like,
0: do you want to switch long-distance carriers?
1: <laughs> and my favorite thing <laughs> was when the dad, the dad barbarian finally got in contact. He's like, what did I say about making... Oh, hey, guys. <laughs> and they basically
0: just like approve that they just like tell dave and candy that they can go shopping and dave and candy have this moment where they're like <laughs> together like kicking their heels and dancing
1: dave's one of the girls
0: <laughs> it's very much that scene from like <laughs> from that barbie in the Dreamhouse house
1: show <laughs> uh, yeah. where
0: ken comes over and they're like
1: Ahh! i'm just dave it's dave and is candy like in this- ken Another Barbie, like, Barbie is Disney Channel coded. Barbie is Disney Channel coded. (laughs) Um, Yeah, because Dave's plot up until this point is Fang is annoyed at Dave because he doesn't want to do the barbarian stuff. Yeah. Uh, So they're like, let's just all go shopping. (laughs) Instead,
0: Oswich says, I just have to make a comment on this. The mall is like empty. And he's like, this place is emptier than a supermodel's head.
1: But on chain. Boo. Boo, tomato, tomato, tomato. Boo.
0: But there's like nobody at the ball, and they don't know why, but it doesn't matter to Dave and Candy because they're pressed up in the window and Candy sees this like enormous antler hat and she wants it. That is when we meet uh, one of the main villains of the show, Chuckles the silly
1: piggy. Chuckles, and you heard that right. <laughs> Chuckles, he, if you're wondering what's his vibe, it's like um, the villain from The Incredibles. Syndrome? Syndrome.
0: He wants to be sinister so badly, but no one
1: can take him seriously, and he keeps messing up. And he, like, comments, he's like, I know I have a cute little tail, but take me seriously. (laughs) Something like that.
0: You can't introduce yourself as a a silly piggy and expect anyone to take it. seriously.
1: Right, I've I've done that too many times, and I've just stopped introducing myself as a silly piggy. Yeah, every
0: time I go into a job interview, I'm like, hi, I'm Becca, the silly piggy.
1: And they said, well, man, this is an (laughs) RVs. (laughs) we can't take you seriously here but before we do that we also see some dave the barbarian attributes of his character so he's like bird calling and which makes fang so like everything dave does is so anti-barbarian like he keeps saying um and he like bird calls and even his sword is like why am i strapped to this man (laughs) let me leave Or she's sometimes
0: she's like, if only you had a weapon, you could
1: use. Yeah. And
0: the way that they always up winning the day is by like working
1: together or just doing something very like non-tradish. Yeah, it's it's and that's exactly spoiler alert. Exactly how they um, beat the pig is because Dave uses something that he likes to do. That's not really barbariany like bird calling.
0: The silly piggy also has a sand monster with him. Which he yells at because the sand monster is chewing gum. And he's like, you can't be chewing gum right now. That's well, going to make me look bad. And yeah. he spits out the gum, which is, of course, like nine times the size of the pig. And it squishes him, which was funny, I guess. But the sand monster does not. That doesn't look like a sand monster. No, to me. he looks like goopy and like dripping.
1: No. And then you have to wonder, where did the sand monster get a piece of gum? Right. Like who, who provided the how store? Did, the Sand did, Monster Store. How did it not dissolve? <laughs> you know, but this whole entire time, Candy is like, "Can we stop doing this? I want to buy this hat." <laughs> <laughs> That's the thing. I there really wasn't a big climax um, battle. It was just the pig yeah. keep messing up. Well, there's Dave's this like, like
0: they they spend a lot more time with the jokes.
1: Um, yes, because
0: there's this cutaway gag where like as soon as the sand monsters is introduced, Dave it runs halfway around the world because he's so scared. Yeah. And you see him like running through the Antarctics. There's a penguin in the antlers hat, which was an amazing visual gag
1: Yeah.
0: that it's the craze has reached all the way down there. And there's like two polar bears that are fishing <laughs> and they're like, what was that? And the other one says, if it ain't fish, I ain't interested. That's my motto. Th-
1: this show is all about the gags. The, the gag, but the gag is <laughs> that's all the show is. But the gag is this, um, because how so? Like so, Dave starts to get this idea of how to defeat the um, Chuckles the Pig, uh, and he he brings out his origami and puts makes an origami hat because that's another thing early in the episode that he likes to do and things like. You're gonna stop doing this, Dave. Because I feel like. <laughs> Because I think Fang wants to. Is Fang adopted? Like, what's her deal?
0: No, I don't think so.
1: I didn't think so either. But I'm like, why did they? I thought it was like a Wild Thornberries type thing, you know, for a minute, where they have the family and then they adopted that little boy.
0: It just says that her character like pulls inspiration from Pebbles and Bam Bam. Like that's all it says, but it doesn't say that she's adopted. Okay, I can see
1: the I can see the Bam Bam. Like he just like wrecks things. Um, So Dave makes this origami hat and puts it on the pig and then does the bird call. He makes the origami hat that looks like the antlers. Mm -hmm. So he does the bird call and the bird swoops in. The pig's like, no, no, it's me. I'm a
0: pig with antlers. He's like, I'm a pig wearing an origami hat with antlers. And the bird's like, if I had a nickel for every time I heard that one.
1: (laughs) So all is well. I'm pretty
0: sure... um... Fang also defeats the sand monster somehow by like just swinging him out because he lands. There's this random lion in front of an empty litter box in the desert. That's like, oh yeah, I hate when I run on a kitty litter. <laughs> and
1: then the very sand very monster like fam- falls
0: down. It's crazy. There is like
1: Family Guy where they just have cutaways that mean like f- nothing for f- family guy you know f- what f- i mean for f- family guy it's like this is that one time that line didn't have any didn't have any um <laughs> kitty litter and then it cuts to the lines like i wish i had some kitty litter oh look and then it cuts and back there's to the another
0: cutaway with bears in the second segment too yes but this segment ends with candy Finally showing up, she can't even stand up because the antlers on this hat are so heavy. But she's like, "Look at me now! Doesn't everybody want to be me?" And she sees her friends walking by with the snake hats on.
1: With the snake hat, she could have been a trendsetter. She could have been. She could have been a contender. But she was too afraid to take a risk. But that that um that hat looked very uncomfortable when Candy put it on.
0: She can't even stand up.
1: Yeah, and the other she's
0: holding onto a barrel and like wobbling.
1: I guess the other girls just have better like neck muscles.
0: Well, hers were, theirs weren't that big. Hers was
1: enormous. Right, because she's the she's the princess. Yeah. yeah. Um. So that was the end of the first half. The second half was if you how the first half was like, did you say sand monster? Did you say a a, a a cute little piggy villain? It can't get any crazier than that.
0: Well, we can parody Beauty and the Beast except someone falls in love with a zit. How about it- that?
1: So this this next episode, because it's 2001, <laughs> is called Beauty and the Zit. And Candy is going to this dance tonight, or the night, and finds out that she has a big zit on her forehead. And so the uncle casts a spell to get rid of the zit, and the zit becomes... A zit monster.
0: This is just like... Do you remember when we covered the Amanda show on... The pod and there was yes. a sketch where Drake Bell had a zit and Amanda was like more In love with the zit than she was with Drake
1: I remember I don't remember it specifically But
0: I just remembered that and it gave This gave me very similar Vibes because I was kind of wondering In episode one I was like Where's the gross out humor because I know that it's here Somewhere
1: well you got it Here it is so Candy is going to the barbarian ball <laughs> And <laughs> She's originally going with uh, Pink scroggle and she can't believe it he's
0: like famous or something or just like the, the he's he's the edward cullen of this universe he's the yeah. unattainable man that every girl wants to be
1: with so and she's so excited and so everyone comes in her room one at the time all the main characters and they're like did you hear the like i heard the news or did you hear the news and she keeps thinking they're all going to comment how she's going on the date with paint scroggle and everyone has their own exciting thing so they all come in one at a time saying i just heard the good news and Kenny's like, Oh, about my date with Pink Scroggle. And each of them have a different reason why they're celebrating because they all are somehow involved in the dance. Um, Uncle Oswich is the DJ. So he's excited <laughs> about that. Dave is the hat checker. And he's excited about that because he loves hats. <laughs> like, he's so yeah, I excited. Yeah, like your hat, sir? Or... Like, in his tiny little hands, like clapping for that. And then their pet dragon just like, won the lottery. But before all that happened, uh, Candy's obviously nervous about the dress And what she's going to wear Because she's like if I don't wear the right thing All the others are going to rip me to shreds And Fang's like ah oh, the comments can't be that bad And Candy's like no They'll literally rip me to shreds <laughs> And like then, the pitchforks and knives Like Fang's like oh cool <laughs> We get kind of a set of how they're all going to be there And that's when Candy sees in the mirror That she has a giant zit In the middle of her forehead
0: And Oswidge tries to get rid of it. And at first he just starts like turning candy into different things. Like she's a warthog or a bookshelf or a stack of magazines, which Dave runs up to and says, look, it's the pillaging illustrated swimsuit issue. Help.
1: (laughs) Not playboy. (laughs) This ain't your mama's Disney channel animated series.
0: At least he doesn't take out the centerfold and go.
1: No, he would say be (laughs) jabbers.
0: Oh, pajabas. Oh, pajabas. Well, did you catch, too, um, once the zit, like, it comes off of her face. And they don't know where it went, but it's gone. On Candy's wall, there's a poster that says, The Backstreet Minstrels.
1: Oh, really? I didn't see that. Yes. I thought that was so funny. That is funny.
0: But the zit has become its own entity and runs away. But that doesn't matter now because we have to get to the
1: dance. Yeah. So Candy goes to the dance with Pink, and she's excited. Um, but Pank has a bunch of flies around. Yeah, he's stinky.
0: The girlies say that he smells like uh like putrid yak butter. Yeah. Or something, and then they're like, He's dreamy. And his she asks him to dance and he's like with you. <laughs> and then his idea of dancing, he's just standing there snapping and nodding.
1: <laughs> Which is so Me hey, as hell. Right. I was like, This is like where you <laughs> live. This is where I live. I like to snap. I stand. I snap. I bop. But she's trying to compliment him, like he's like, "Oh, you're a great dancer," and he basically like, "I don't care about what you have to say."
0: Yeah. <laughs> then <laughs> why so, are you there? Like, yeah. what?
1: Why are you there with her? Or I don't I know. I guess they were because to... she's
0: the she's supposed to be like the princess or something, and he's like the heir. To okay.
1: For a, a show fortune. that is like she is the princess of the land, she's somehow not popular at all. I know. <laughs> These, both She's of always these,
0: behind
1: Yeah she's behind on the fashion trends And she's not She Doesn't have like a, everyone clamoring for a date at the dance Candy pretty much Like wants to run away And then all of a sudden a pink monster bursts to the wall Like Kool-Aid man um, And Candy's like wait <laughs> oh, yeah, Even more
0: family guy coded
1: <laughs> Right uh, Well it's like this giant Pink monster And Dave's like can I take your hat sir
0: May I take your answer? I wonder how often giant monsters were just bursting through the wall left and right while their parents were still ruling.
1: Yeah, maybe it's because the, mo- the the villains are out to play because they know the parents are away.
0: Are the citizens of the kingdom, like, man, they left, and every other freaking day, a muffin monster is kicking down my windows right. and my doors.
1: We Insurance a- is
0: not paying for all
1: this. Right, we got a pig on Monday, a zit on Tuesday.
0: A muffin on Wednesday, a forest sprite Thursday. Mm. The weekends they take a break.
1: What is going on on U- Udragoth? <laughs> so the, the the zit takes candy away, and now it's Dave Oswidge, Fang, and all, and everyone. The plan is to get candy back. Mm-hmm. So the the monster takes candy to the cave outside of um, Udragoth, locks her in a cage, and just. One, she has, like, a little um, feeding tube like hamsters do in their cages. <laughs> and the narrator... We have a narrator that comes in and out of all the episodes, and the zit is just laughing and just pacing back and forth as Candy is... Um, yeah,
0: there's a... He eventually stops, and the narrator's like, Soon you reach the point where there's nothing you can do but talk. But <laughs> talk. Well, but be- Also, before they show us uh, Candy and the zit in the cave, There's a cave next to them that has these two bears in it. Just regular brown bears, like roasting marshmallows and talking about how the worst part about eating people is the shoes getting stuck in the teeth. It's just like, it's just a random cutaway. And then they're like, oh, you're looking for the next cave over, you guys. (laughs) Um, Like, I don't see Seth MacFarlane's name on the writer's list.
1: He's too busy doing (laughs) Ted the prequel. But this, yeah, Flintstones family guy the barbarian all the same thing uh, really but
0: yeah once once we go over into the cave that they're in the zit uh breaks down and admits that he is in love with candy and all he wanted to do was go to the ball
1: with her but she sent him away
0: and so she kind of is like well i'll give him a
1: shot <laughs> well and we find out his full name is c Cbiscus d wissot <laughs> or zit for short <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, and now, like Becca, you, you just said there's like a montage of the two of them spending time together. Um, very Beauty and the Beast-like. There may be something. Well, there's a I song there that's before. playing.
0: That's yeah, the opening line of the song I wrote down: "A love that's old as cheese and with a cheesy smell." There's the cheese again. They won't stop with the cheese. Even in, like, a different episode that I watched, the other episode that I watched, there was a villain who went to the market and he obtained two wheels of cheese. From that, Uh, you need something, darling lady.
1: I think because cheese is kind of, can be slimy and make a weird noise and, like, cut the cheese as well. I think cheese is, like, layered with... Cheese is funny. Yeah, it's, like, it's, it's just like, one
0: of those, like, kids show... Kind of
1: things yeah, that they yeah, throw yeah. at you. Um, so while Candy is having her love affair, love affair with the zit, um, Dave and the gang burst in and are ready to take down the zit. And you think they're going to like use the sword or whatever, but uh, Dave has this new zit cream that he has prepared, <laughs> and he just puts it all all over the the zit, and through that the zit just kind of shrinks away into nothing oh and candy
0: is so upset
1: she is so upset punches dave in the arm she's like that was my boyfriend well as the last line
0: of the song says nothing's ever simple when you love a pimple and that's that's so
1: true but i've never loved so
0: true i've never loved the new mighty mighty patch just came out with a new pimple patch and i'm pretty sure that's their slogan
1: I just know, I was like, is this supposed to mean we, like, we're supposed to love when we get breakouts? Because that's a hard <laughs> p- p- pill. P- pimple patch. Because p- that's a hard p- pill patch. for me to swallow. <laughs> yeah. It's like I can't get behind that messaging.
0: Every time I get a pimple, I'm supposed to go out on a date with my face in the opposite chair and just g- giggle and kick my feet with my zits.
1: Because you know the zit who's that's on your face is in love with you. So you're like, oh, if this doesn't work out, I know the zit on my face is going to love me.
0: Oswidge comes in with some semi decent advice because he's like, Even if you don't have that many loves again, you're young. At least you'll have a lot more zits. Yeah.
1: She's like, What? And then the narrator is like, Well, Candy learned a valuable lesson about not to judge people based off appearances. And then like, well unfortunately that experience didn't last that message didn't last long
0: because immediately it cuts to her later going like oh my god i have a piece of lettuce in my teeth Oz oh, wedge and then it cuts to all of them screaming and running away from a giant lettuce monster
1: which is a whole different thing because just get the lettuce out of your teeth yeah pick it. Like, pick out why it. why can't i think the message would have been just take be... the
0: sword out of dave's backpack and and pick it out
1: what would have been a better substitution like a zit.
0: Ingrown toenail.
1: Ingrown toenail, maybe another zit, but this the with hair on it. <laughs> so then they'd be chased by like a zit with like a magnificent hair. But then if this is supposed to be the same lesson, then you know the lettuce is just in love with you.
0: Maybe a nose hair, a booger.
1: <gasps> a nose hair, or like a unibrow, I don't know. Yeah.
0: And then did you notice in the credits of the show
1: that weird picture of <laughs> Dave as a horse? <laughs>
0: Well there's that but then there's a picture of Candy in a meat dress.
1: No, I did not see that.
0: Paving the way for Miss Gaga.
1: <laughs> and all these back to Disney Channel.
0: And I noticed that because in the in the episode that I watched by accident, she's at the market in front of a booth that says Meat Fashions and that's she's putting this meat dress on.
1: You're like you're like and then like the second picture is Candy with a bunch of Kermit the Frogs on her. What
0: the heck? Like, Miss Gaga, Miss Gaga, who is your biggest fashion inspiration?
1: Like Candy from Day of the Barbarian. <laughs> like, what? Okay. Mm.
0: She's so weird. She'll just say anything. She's
1: so crazy and kooky.
0: Little do they know.
1: A star is truly born. Um, okay. So before we get into our Disney Channel lesson, and before we close the book on our final thoughts of Day the Barbarian, we did this before with *Bear in the Blue House. Uh... <laughs> What is our if we could come up with a cast to take on these roles in a live action adaptation of Dave the Barbarian? Who do we have?
0: So Dave needs to be big guy, a
1: big, but can but also needs to be like type comedy, con- like uh, like a goofy John. guy. John John Cena. Cena. Yes. Okay, he's perfect. Okay. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'll take I'll take John Cena. What about Doc, uh, Uncle Oswidge? I was thinking Uncle like, Oswidge.
0: I think can only be Danny Devito. Danny
1: DeVito. De Devito. Yeah, I was thinking that as well. Um, what about Fang?
0: Jojo Siwa. Jojo
1: Siwa. Because of the movie too. I, I was just thinking, what's a crazy crazy actor? Um, what about uh, the, the the dragon? Uh, right, Jack Black he, as Faffy. He'd be CGI'd. I know, but Jack Black would be Faffy.
0: Oh, like as the voice? Yeah. Okay, sure.
1: <laughs> who would be Lula the sword?
0: Um,
1: I was thinking... Jamie Lee Curtis? Jamie Lee Curtis. No, Jamie Lee Curtis isn't... isn't no, that doesn't fit her. I can't Jane believe. Lynch. Jane Lynch, <laughs> yes. Jane Lynch would be awesome. Um, and who, who would be... Oh, wait, who would be Dinky and Chizette? Those two best friends.
0: But we didn't say candy. Oh, who would be
1: candy? Jennifer Lawrence.
0: Jennifer Lawrence is candy. She's in her comedy bag right now. Renee
1: Rapp is candy. Uh, <laughs> fresh off the heels of Mean Girls. <laughs> Jennifer Lawrence would be funny. Who would be Dinky and she Ch- Dinky and Cheezet. I'm trying to think of who's like up and coming. That's funny. Maybe like Taylor Tomlinson? Dinky and Cheezet can be ageless. Maybe like Maya Rudolph, and um. Who would be a good parent? Amy Poehler. Oh. Or yeah, Maya Rudolph and Amy Poehler, or Maya Rudolph and Kristen Wiig. <laughs> <laughs> They'd kill. And lastly, uh. who will be um, Chuck? Chuckles. The villain. Oh, of the, the pig.
0: pig. Charlie Day. Charlie Day.
1: <laughs> He'd be good. He'd be good. All right. Well, Disney, if you're hearing this, we have the cast list. You have the budget. You can pay all these people fairly um they gotta
0: pay to put the show on disney plus yeah they got it
1: they gotta pay to put the show on disney plus it's so
0: interesting to me that like this and brady and mr whiskers are like kind of similar styles similarly out there both only ran for one calendar year
1: well that tells you everything you need to know about what they if they like the show or not you know um well, speaking of did we like this show, what did you what were your closing thoughts? What now that you watched it? Well, full up? Ep-
0: <laughs> Considering that I used to hate it for really no reason as a child, it's not like my most favorite thing that I've come across, but I think I enjoyed it more than I expected to. There are some like genuinely funny jokes in there. Yeah. There's a good bit of like wink wink nudge nudge humor for the parents. I, I be I liked it fine. I thought it was silly. It was just like a zany cartoon you know Perfect i agree for 2
1: a.m I, 3 a.m i agree i feel like if the show had legs we would get on a one hour Dave the barbarian like we would get lores <laughs> i feel like it it has a good world where they can dig into if they kept it going for a little bit like a one hour Dave the barbarian special where he has to take down the pig once and for all you know that kind of stuff um, yeah, I think it had potential, but for some reason, they really couldn't get behind it, even though they had all the Disney stars welcoming him with open arms, maybe it just didn't fit their programming. I feel like Disney really had a good lock on what live action shows to do. But with mm-hmm. cartoons, it was like, it was a mixed bag. They couldn't really find the yeah. tone. The, there were a wanted. lot
0: of cartoons that seem like they kind of came and went and only had like one or two year runs and Kim Possible and Proud Family, and then later, obviously Phineas and Ferb, I think is the one that has like knocked them all out of the park. But it's like Kim Possible and Proud Family are the only other ones I can think of that really had a stronghold, and then everything else was kind of like in and out and then it was at four do you think it
1: do you think it's because they were real people in present time? It wasn't kind of. A zany. I mean, it was a zane Like, see, they I don't weren't. Know. I,
0: I also just don't know if there was enough of a divide between like the Disney Channel and the like Nickelodeon, Cartoon Network type audiences at this time that they're like, they, they don't, don't want to see that type of show on Disney. I mean, I was contributing to the lack of views for Dave the Barbarian because I was switching the channel every time it came on. Yeah, there has to be a reason for that.
1: Yeah, maybe it's just they couldn't market those zany shows where they could easily market. Yeah, possible the, I
0: mean, as we saw that promo was
1: literally just other Disney channel stars saying the word Dave, including Kyla Pratt, <laughs> who is Penny proud. I don't know. It's interesting. We need to go back and see besides Kim proud family and Phoenix and Ferb, what other Disney channel shows lasted a good bit of time. Maybe I mean, why replacements,
0: they but that was Canadian. Technically.
1: I loved the replacements. I did too. We gotta ed. get to
0: Todd and Riley one of these days.
1: A- anyway, this is not the... This is not the uh, um, re- Speaking of replacements, re- this day the Barbarian episode is getting replaced by us talking about it. Um, Alright. What is the Disney Channel lesson we learned today?
0: The Disney Channel lesson that I learned today is if you have a zit, put some zit cream on it, cover it up, don't do anything too crazy. It's not the end of the world. You'd rather... You'd rather lose a zit than lose your first love, you know what I mean?
1: My Disney Channel lesson is, if you're not like the classically trained barbarian, defeat evil any way you know how, which is your own special (laughs) talents like origami and bird calling. And
0: zit cream.
1: If people want to see where you can follow you on social (laughs) media, where can they find you?
0: Uh, you can fa fafa follow me. Uh, we've done that so many freaking times this episode. Uh, on Instagram and Twitter at heyo it's Becca. Um, YGSSG Youth Group Survivor Support Group is my other podcast. If you want to check that out as well.
1: And if you want to follow me on any of the social medias, I'm at. Um, I almost said I'm at Dave Hunter Martin on Instagram. What is wrong with me? Oh, we got Dave on the brain. I'm at RealHunterMartin on Instagram, Martin on Twitter. But most importantly, if you want to keep up to date about anything and everything about this podcast, you can find us on all the social medias. Just type in the Time Machine Podcast. You'll find us there. Uh, subscribe to our Patreon. We have some fun little things coming up, some bonus episodes coming up. So you don't want to miss that. Uh, rate and review us on Apple Podcasts. If you leave there a review there, we will read your review and show you the love right back next time we record rate us five stars on spotify if you're ever so kind and talk to us on all the social medias this is the coolest part about it is getting to talk to you guys uh, tell us what you like tell us what you don't like tell us what you want to hear tell us what you don't want to hear because we want everyone to have so much fun listening to this as we have making it
0: all right y'all next week is the last week of january already it's going by so fast and we have something else really fun in yeah. store until next time we will see you later time travelers always
1: book your seatbelts <laughs>